Welcome to Your Money, Your Life, our personal finance podcast focused on improving your life through financial wellness, brought to you by Black Enterprise Digital. I'm your host, Alfred Edmund Jr. On each episode of Your Money, Your Life, we address the topics and issues you deal with every day as you strive to make the most of your money and the best of your life. Via discussions and insights with the top experts on everything from decoding your financial behavior and achieving financial freedom to conquering debt and creating a legacy of multi-generational wealth. On this edition of Your Money, Your Life, we'll address a topic that likely ranks as the most challenging financial issue facing America today, student loan debt. And we're going to do more than just talk about the problem. We'll share solutions, including a critical advice about how to pursue a college degree without taking on debt. Our guest expert for today's edition of Your Money, Your Life is the perfect person for this conversation. Dave Ramsey personality, speaker, and financial expert Anthony O'Neill, the best-selling author of the brand new book, Debt-Free Degree. Welcome to the show, Anthony, and thanks for being here. Oh, Alfred, thank you so much for having me on, man. It's such an honor to be a part of this podcast. So before we get started on today's topic, why don't you share with our listeners what exciting things you're up to right now? Um, how's your financial life going? What's happening? <laughs> My financial life is going well. <laughs> That's what I like. It wasn't going well in the past. Um, came from $35,000 in debt, homeless, sleeping in the back of my car, uh, to now a homeowner, building my own wealth, uh, and completely 100% debt-free outside of my mortgage. And so I'm just excited just to be able to stand here and by God's grace and just say, I'm debt-free, I'm on fire, and I'm just traveling around the world trying to help people uh, see that they can do this debt-free life as well. So talk to me some more and share with our audience some more about your journey. I mean, you just gave a, a great snapshot of, of, of how you got to be here now. But how did you go from that to now being, I mean, you know, of course, many people have overcome challenges and, and, you know, and they go on to live their lives. Not everyone decides this is a, a calling and a pursuit um, that they think they want to pursue to help other people. So tell me about how you made that transition from sleeping in your car to now being a Dave Ramsey personality and writing books and doing those things. Man, why? Was, you know, what's your why? My why? Uh, man, simply said, man, uh, just God. I'm not trying to be too spiritual, but I was raised by four amazing God-fearing parents. I have two biological parents and two step-parents. And uh, my whole life, they grew me up in the Word. And so when I literally left home, graduated high school, I just thought I was a grown man. I was really a young boy, uh, not yet a young man. And I made a lot of dumb decisions uh, when it came to my money. And so I was trying to impress the ladies, trying to impress my friends trying to impress you know my frat brothers you know just really trying to do a lot of different things and uh, ended up homeless in the back of my car within six months of me graduating high school and so I remember being in the back seat of my car and I was like you know I need to change my future and I can change my future by changing the decisions that I'm making today when it comes to just my lifestyle my finances and just my own personal walk so got back closer with Jesus Christ and just say you know what Instead of for me going out here and just traveling the world and just being just this, that, and this, I want to go out here and travel around the world and help young people, millennials, and even just specifically African-Americans get the wealth and the knowledge uh, that I am uh, learning on this journey. And so I'm here today. I took Dave Ramsey's Financial Peace University um, when I was 22 years old, and that thing taught me a whole new perspective when it came to how to put my finances in order. And when I took that university class and I graduated from that class at nine weeks later. I mean, it was absolutely amazing. It changed my whole perspective on things. And uh, today, 
I'm standing here debt free, two books, a new book out today, uh, just passionate to help young people avoid student loans. See, uh, those who follow my, myself and my wife, Zara Green, in what we call the Grown Zone, go to grownzone.com or any social media platform, and we talk about going from being adult and messy to actually being grown. <laughs> and we all start out adult and messy um, and, and, and make decisions and make you know, choices that seem smart at the time because we think we're ready for adulthood, but aren't always the smartest thing to do. But, but also the, the challenge is sometimes we don't get the best advice as young people, and particularly as it relates to uh, pursuing a college degree. Um, and I'm from that generation that was like, get a degree at any cost. And if that means you gotta borrow up to your eyeballs to do it, don't worry about it. It's, it's quote-unquote good debt. Um, what, did, what, did, what could you teach, tell our listeners about how that may have been well-intentioned at some point, but it, it, as it turns out, it's not necessarily playing out well for a whole generation of, of, of millennials in particular, but Americans in general? Yeah, Alfred, I, I agree with you. I think the intentions were well, but it was bad advice. It, it was the wrong advice. I had the exact same advice from my counselor when my father and I walked into the counseling uh, room to get advice about what should we do for college. But here's the truth of the fact. We're at $1.6 trillion in student loan debt. Let's go even a little bit deeper. We have 11 million people currently in default. By the end of this year, 2019, we'll have another million. A lot of young people are thinking, hey, I'm going to graduate college. I'm in college. I have these student loans. But you know what? I'll make enough money to where I can graduate and pay them back within a year or two years. But let's dive a little bit deeper into that. The average person, 12 years after they graduate, owes 65% of the student loan. But the people who look like you and I, African-Americans, we're still at 113% 12 years after we graduate. And so, yeah, I think the intentions were well. They want to get the education. Uh, but the method on how to go to get your college degree was was simply false and wrong, which is why I wrote the book Debt-Free Degree, because no one is out here teaching young people and even parents how their young people can go to college debt-free, get the education uh, without no student loans or credit cards. And, and, I, and I want to be clear, and, and you jump in and, and share your, your insights too, it doesn't mean a college degree isn't worth it. A, a college, if you get a college degree, you're still going to earn more money over the course of your lifetime than someone with a high school degree or less. So, but it's about how do you pay for that degree? What and when should you be thinking about that? Because the other thing is, a lot of times we don't think about it until the you know we're in sophomore or high school in many cases. But even if we start then, right now we were, as you as you said to this point we've been taught if you got to go into debt to do it, don't worry about it because you're going to make so much money as a college graduate, it won't matter. But we now know that's not true. Yeah. So, but a college degree is still is still worth it. Uh, what you say? I, I'm echoing you, man. I think education uh, until the day we die is very important. I am a huge component of education of getting a degree, especially uh, with I, technology. It means it's, it's making it even more important. So, yes, definitely. So, yeah. I, I want you to get education. I want you to get a degree. So, listen, we're going to be right back. We got Anthony. He's going to he's going to do better than just talk about the problem. His book really offers some real strategies and solutions for pursuing a debt-free degree. Hold on. We'll be right back. Calling all black women ready to level up as leaders and professionals. Be intentional. Be empowered. Be equipped. Join Black Enterprise at the Mirage in Las Vegas, March 5th through 8th, 2020, for the 15th Annual Women of Power Summit. To learn more about Women of Power, visit blackenterprise.com forward slash Women of Power Summit. Welcome back to Your Money, Your Life. I'm your host, Alfred Edmund Jr., and I'm with Dave Ramsey personality and speaker Anthony O'Neill, the author of the brand new book, the best-selling author of the brand new book, Debt-Free Degree. So, Anthony, let's jump right into it. Um, let's say, okay, I got, a, I got a child, or maybe I'm the child, and I'm, I'm, I'm college aspirations. 
I'm ready to go. Um, I don't come from a family with, with huge financial means, and I have a choice of just getting a bunch of student loans and going to college. Obviously, we want to avoid taking on that burden. Talk about what, what your strategy is and what people will find when they read debt-free degree that will help them to avoid taking on this um, overwhelming student loan burden. Well, the very first thing they're going to find out when they read the book that I also didn't come from a wealthy family. I also didn't come from a family that was famous or well-known. Uh, but the very first thing I talk about is like, hey, I want you to take debt off of the table. I want you to really just say, you know what? I'm not going to do any student loans, no credit cards, no financing, any furniture. I'm going to avoid that. See, when we take debt off of the table, Alfred, we start seeing different options. Things start coming because now we got to look closely. we got to look a little bit more defined at what we're going to do. So when we take debt off the table, then number two is I'm just a huge believer of having a vision, having a plan. Yes. Where there is no vision, that's where people uh, perish. My father taught me the six P's growing up from the Marines. He said proper prior planning prevents poor performances. So how do we accomplish that vision by going to school debt free? We got to write out the plan. We got to write the vision. Now, when we have the vision, I want to go to college and do it debt free. I want to be a doctor. I want to be a lawyer. I want to work for Black Enterprise. You know, once you have that plan, then number three is I want you to do the research and prep. Research and see what is the required degree for maybe the career you want to go into. Maybe you don't know the career field, but maybe you know this is a particular kind of uh, degree I want to get. Make sure that that, that degree is profitable first uh, before we just jump into the program. But then while we're looking at schools, I want you to look at all your affordable options, your in-state versus out-of-state, your online courses maybe, maybe your community college, maybe your trade schools. If you want to be a hairstylist, it makes no sense for you to go to a four-year uh, university when you can go to a hair school, get that degree from that from, from that particular trade, and launch your own business. But I want you to research and also prep. And I really teach. I spend a lot of time teaching the secrets behind the ACT and the SAT. How do we really maximize these scores and use them to our benefits to get more money, to qualify for more FAFSA? And then after that, you know, when we have those three, we have, uh, you know, we're taking debt off the table. We have the vision. We're going to research and prep. Well, let me let me ask you a question about the research thing because I yeah. think that, that's a really important point. It's not only the difference between going to say um, a cosmetology school and a four-year degree. Mm -hmm. It's also looking at if you're going to go, let's say, into let's say teaching. Yeah. What's the best? What's the most affordable school that will get you the best degree for teaching that will have the lowest cost but the highest value in terms of earning power down the line. And a lot of times people just go for prestige. Oh, I'm going to go to a, a Ivy League school because that sounds good. Or I'm going to go to HBCU, which may be great, but it's not the right HBCU for what I want to study if I want to get the kind of career path that I want that will make this money that I want to make. So so I, I really appreciate what you have to say about the research because often the, 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 the things we're looking at when we choose one, to go to college, but two, which college to go to bear no resemblance to what the long-term value of that degree will be down the road. And what you just said just leads me into number four. Okay. It's, right. it's decision day. Mm -hmm. You're going to pick the most affordable school. And I always say this to young people, and I'm traveling around, even to parents, that your dream school is an affordable school. What's an affordable school? One, you can do debt-free. Prime example, uh, in the state of North Carolina, UNC Pembroke just came out with this thing last year in 2018, that if you are accepted to this school, you will only pay $500 per semester. This is $1,000 a school year, $4,000 for a degree, and you can go there and get your teacher's uh, degree from there, and now you spent $4,000. What's your, what's your ROI? 
buy, your return on investment. Well, you spent $4,000 for the degree, but you're going to make anywhere between forty dollars to $60,000, depending on the state that you're in. So I love what you said, like, hey, education is important, but what's the most affordable route that will give me the best return? And honestly, debt is not the best return. So that's why I want you to step back, set a decision day. Where am I going? What is the best and affordable route for myself that I'll get the best ROI for myself and my future down the road? And then from there, it's going to be work, save, and behave. This is something that when I'm going into high schools and especially colleges, recently I've been going to a a bunch of HBCUs and talking uh, to their college students. And the very first thing I'm saying to the freshmen is work, save, and behave. Mm. Work at least 10 to 19 hours a week, max 20 hours, because I still want you to focus on your education because that's the most important thing right now. And then I want you to save. You don't have to use um, all the cafeteria uh, processes or um, uh, meals out there. Maybe save. If you know you're going to eat out at McDonald's once or twice a week, right, right. you know, save for that, that area. But then the most thing that I really hit on is behave. You know, um, there's a, a student that I had to mentor she had a full ride scholarship and because she posted something on social media uh, she lost the scholarship when she lost that scholarship she eventually had to drop out of school because her parents could not afford uh, to send her back to school cash and her parents said no we're not signing for any student loans which is great and so when we're in college work save behave find out different ways that you can save money um, and invest from there then after that you walked onto the college campus debt free i want you to walk off the stage debt free uh, so those are the six things that i'm really talking about in the book uh, just those are the main six things so those are really really powerful but you know, one of the things that that you hit on that's a, a passion point for me personally um, as someone who has struggled with all kinds of debt and, and you know fought my way through the other side you know is is helping people to understand how seductive and you know it's easy to take on debt and that's part of the challenge it's easy because you don't feel the pain of its cost until down the road when the payments are due interest starts rising um, fees start hitting. If you're an 18-year-old going to college, it's hard for you to think about what it's going to be like six months from now, much less four years from now. Uh, you know, what kind of life are you going to have and what the choices you're going to have to make. So a, a big part of your, your, your strategy about saying, let's take debt off the table on the front end, because too often the first answer is, oh, it's a low interest loan. Um, I want to pay it back, you know, for X amount of years. And, and the third thing we already talked about is I'm, I'm, going to, I'm making enough money that it won't be that big a deal. So, so talk to me some more about the mindset change. Again, the name of the show is Your Money, Your Life. The mindset change that may require you to reject some thinking that was considered conventional wisdom by your parents and their parents. Man, if you're really going to have a solid, you know, your money and your life, you got to step back and think about this. The caliber of your future will be determined by the choices you make today. And you're so right. There's really no friction in this generation when it comes to uh, our money. We can we can buy something on our cell phones. We can do one click. We can say, hey, Siri, can you purchase this? Um, Prime example, I was on one of my favorite clothing sites, ASOS, the other day. And when I went to check out on the cart, I had a $20 shirt. Uh, And the very first thing they didn't ask me for my debit card they didn't even ask me for a credit card they didn't ask me for paypal the very first thing they said is you can finance this shirt over four simple payments 
And studies are showing that nearly 60 percent of millennials are actually doing it because it's easier. I can pay five dollars today and five dollars of my next paycheck rather than paying a twenty dollars. But they really don't understand you're paying a lot of interest. And then they purchase more clothes because it's less friction. And so I'm always teaching young people. I want you to think before you act. Think about your future. I was in New York. Uh, I'm in New York today, but I was in New York uh, a few months ago, and a young lady, she was 88 years old. I call her young because I'll get in trouble if I call her anything but young. Um, She was cleaning up my room, Alfred, and she really had me in tears. She could barely walk, and uh, I came in my room, and I told her, you know what, don't even worry about cleaning up my room. Um, And uh, I seen her, I seen my mother, because she was a young African-American lady. And when she was walking out of the room, she turned back at me, and she said, young man, Use your youthfulness while you have it. She said, I am here today because I didn't think wisely about my money when I was your age. I'm 88 years old with no 401k, no savings, no nothing. I have to be here. And when I think about that, that shook me. I don't want that to be my mom, my wife, my sister, no one listening to this podcast. And so remember, the caliber of your future will be determined by the choices you make today. You may make a choice that says, you know what, I'm not going to finance this today, and I can't get this today because I can't pay cash for it. That's fine. Down the road, if you follow the steps that I'm teaching and follow steps that Black Enterprise is teaching, you will be wealthy. But today, you got to make the right decision to set you up for tomorrow. Now, if that's not a Your Money, Your Life wrap-up, I don't know what it is. <laughs> Listen, thank you, Anthony, for being on the show. Make sure, everybody, you go out and get the book, Debt-Free Degree. We really want you to enjoy your life, not be burdened with student debt. You've been listening to Your Money, Your Life. I'm your host, Alfred Edmund, Jr.